Oh, and Trump came out as bi too. That happened. Yes. Not, I mean, not really, but he said, "I, you know, he danced to fucking YMCA, and then on the same, this is the same event, he's like, I'll kiss everybody. I'll kiss the men. I'll kiss the women. Beautiful. Women. I think. He, well, it's beautiful. Women. My theory is because he stu- he stutters after the beat. I can feel. I feel so powerful. I'll walk into that audience. I'll walk in there. I'll kiss everyone in that audience. I'll kiss the guys and the beautiful women and them. Everybody, I'll just give you a big fat kiss. Uh, I think he said, I'll kiss all the men. I'll kiss all the bitch, the beautiful <laughs> women. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's possible. That's not, that sounds like something I would say. <laughs> it's something I think we all would say on this podcast. I'll kiss everybody. I'll kiss the men. I'll kiss all the bitches. Kiss them all. Mm. They love it. I can feel it coming in the air tonight. I mean, I'm alive, Cool Boy Nation. Yeah, you did I didn't it. die. Ballard, I didn't die. Ballard did not die. And uh, nothing actually happened on October 12th in my world. If it happened in your world, something on October 12th, write us so I know that I uh, predicted your future, I guess. <laughs> and, but, uh, oh, I'm sure. Something <laughs> definitely. It was a horrible day for somebody. Some, yeah, definitely. Felt something, though. Must have started on October 12th because, as we record this on October 14th, news has dropped about probably shit that went down on October 12th that like some like somebody at the New York Post got on October 12th, sitting on it for about two days. No, and just dropped it in the in the. In no, the they've been working on the story since September. <laughs> have they really? Okay. October 12th does not seem to have been a significant date outside of it being two days Damn. before the, the the story was published. It, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. I, I looked in to see if maybe that. And to be fair, this is just one of many uh, breaking stories of. Hunter Biden. What is the story? Wait, what is the story we're talking about? Uh, it's it's there's an email that seems to really give evidence that Hunter Biden had uh, that got that meeting between the Burisma guy and Joe Biden that Biden says never took place. Never happened. Correct. But I like the uh, I was not made aware though of certain photos and felt made me aware of them. Yeah, they're, they're, of, of of Mr. Hunter Biden. The big. Because an email is just an email, but the big corroboration is that the source, the laptop, also had photos of Biden uh, hanging out in the bathtub, smoking a cigarette, shirtless, and with with a crack pipe, sleepy. Now, do you think the crack pipe, though, was probably <laughs> like a friend, like, waiting for him to pass out, like, dude, put the crack pipe by his mouth, <laughs> or is that his crack pipe, his personal crack pipe? Because that's a big thing. That's a big thing in crack pipe world. Like, you, you fall asleep with your crack pipe all the time. Sometimes people have it actually fuse to their hand because it gets so hot and they pass out with it in their hand. Huh. I thought crack didn't make you pass out. That's probably a good, that's probably a good cold open. <laughs> uh. Live from Cool Boys Central. Look at the boss down there. I'm boss up here. Hold your dicks and rub your tits. You'll be ice cold. Here come the cool boys. Just the young boy. <gasps> 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 So cool. So cool. So cool. I see good boys. Hi! Welcome to the cool boys. Yo, yo, yo. They... Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. Okay. Yo. There's four. Typically it's yo, yo, yo. Yo. You added a yo. They are so, 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 so cool. Again. Four. <gasps> Rule of threes, man. Tonight's episode is very 
Mystery Special because it's about the COVID-19 and love stories. Love is very special because how does love make you feel? You know what they say, my favorite monster animal is a werewolf and my other favorite animal is a Frankenstein and my other favorite monster is a creature from the Black Lagoon. And that's it. Thank you. I don't know what that's from. How do people say their names? Well, you might ask you in it. Wait. Well, you might ask you it in a cool way. Yawn, yawn, yawn. Folks say hi. What the fuck is that? Ballard say hi. Yo, cool. Is this Jarger? No. It's some spinoff I'm not aware of? This is my daughter and son getting into our document and retyping our show open together. Did they really type that? Yeah, my daughter wrote that, and my son was the quote. My favorite monster animal is a were- werewolf, and my other favorite animal is a Frankenstein, and my other favorite monster is a creature from the Black Lagoon, and that's it. Thank you. I'm definitely being raised by you. Uh, <laughs> those are all monsters you know. Yep. Well, cool boys, I don't think we can get any more introductory than that. No, no, of course. We can't get any more introductory than copy written by a seven-year-old and a five-year-old time to move on to our cool boy show topic is what i always like to say report preliminary findings not worried about her we gotta keep him gagged cool boy nation pop your cocks and drop your tops it might be interesting and important for you to know it's time for our cool boy show topic hey i like that spoilers no so cool yeah. By the way, they did not scroll down all the way down the document. Yeah, this is a dangerous document. This uh, is a very so, dangerous document. I mean, I've had problems at work with it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fun one to scroll too far down at work, that's for sure. All right. Tonight, sh- all right, so yeah, I guess that was probably a theme and then another theme. Uh, we'll get rid of the two themes after 200. Uh, so cool. Oh, yeah. Show topic. Yeah, tonight's show topic is... Uh, you're calling them pandemic exotic novels. Erotic novels. Oops, that's his, that's his exotic. That should say erotic. The, t- the show title's erotic. Pandemic erotic novels. But they aren't novels because they're like 19 pages max. That's a novel, baby. They're fan Novella. Fic. They're called fanfic. But the problem is that fanfic typically refers to people writing... Characters. About things they're fans of. No, or people. <laughs> or people. Um, mm. And just because I... It always comes back to Euphoria, to bring it back to Euphoria. I think it's the third episode. Uh, oh. Deals with... Uh, Fat Girl, Cat uh, mm-hmm. writes... Before she did the camming, she was writing fanfic. And they do like I a full part. animated thing about Harry Styles and someone else. Yes, fucking. that was amazing. Dude, that was like a Craig X tweak. Like that episode from South Park season I don't like that episode. <laughs> I love that episode. It's one of my favorite episodes ever. It has the doesn't it have the uh, Peter Gabriel song like the Book of Love or something like that in there and uh, yeah it does yeah that's uh, great that's a really good episode but but so that, that that's what fanfic and level of writing and level of publishing it has but I guess it's a subgenre and of course just because these are so weird uh, some of these have gotten attention and probably actually generated a fair amount uh, of revenue but we're talking about you have uh, Amazon open. Well, I should wait. Let's go down the down each three each one. The first one would be kissing the coronavirus Kindle edition. <laughs> yeah, it's only available on Kindles by M. J. Edwards, author. Kind of want to see what else this author has. Now, Felk, but what is this quote book. though on the front of the book? Uh, I have to size it up. Okay, by M. J. Edwards. 
She was supposed to cure the coronavirus. Instead, she fell in love with it. I'm sold. Sold already. By the way, MJ Edwards. Oh, that's all you have to do. All this fire. Okay, sorry. This whole time, I, I, I had an elaborate thing. Sorry to interrupt, but I had an elaborate thing where, because, like, I couldn't figure out how to fucking view the samples. Uh, and then I found out you had to send them to a device. So I dusted off an old Amazon Kindle to send it to the device just so I could access these samples and everything. And then also, the main character of this uh, story is named Alexa, which I think is fucking trolling. Uh, people, because if you try to, if I were to read out this fucking sample, the word Alexa's in it like 17 times, so it'd be constantly setting off my Alexa, including my fucking Amazon Kindle thingy or, or Fire Tablet thingy, because it had Alexa, so I had to disable that. I had to go through all these hoops, and then I found out all you have to do is click on the fucking uh, the uh, book to size it up, and then that gives you the sample in your browser. So all that was for naught. I'm already pissed off at both Amazon and MJ Edwards <laughs> okay. uh, because that was it's, you, you don't name a character Alexa for an Amazon ebook that everyone's going to be reading to make fun of on podcasts. No, I mean that's a that's a thing people do. Like, I mean, South Park did that. Speaking of South Park again, where they did a whole Alexa episode where they purposely were saying Alexa so much that people's Alexas were going off like crazy across the country. Was that South Park? Did South Park do that? Yeah, I'm pretty sure South Park did that. Um, I'm pretty sure they did. I mean, I guess I, I don't recall the exact episode. Yeah. But I do recall that happening. Well, um, other people have read this one on their podcast, but uh, the, the sample text is not very long. And For kissing the coronavirus? Yeah. Wait, so wait, how did you fi- – okay, so I, like, literally, like, you were like, hey, this is an interesting idea out of, like, you know, we're just brainstorming. And, um, yeah, it's a great idea, but where did you come up with this idea of, like, erotic pandemic fiction? Well, I didn't come up with this idea. I, I just became aware of it. Uh, tw- well, Twitter. How did you come... Twitter. And I, I mean, the idea, though, for the uh, show. Topic. I, saw, I, saw it on, I saw it on Twitter and, of course, went to the one and then found out that there was more than one. And, and there's at least three that have been written about the coronavirus that we have open. But there's a bunch of other ones that seem to just have had quarantine or coronavirus added to their uh, titles or tags, because some of these titles are basically just what, like a bunch of tags uh, with other yeah. other tag words, like best friend, BBW, hockey. <laughs> well, we'll get to that. Or, or hockey? Pregnancy. Uh, <laughs> trigger words. Or triple X. I've never read this kind of stuff. Ballard, have you done any research into like what the writing is like, the quality level? No, I wanted to stay pretty fresh for this, but I definitely know about erotic novels. I mean, I grew up with my mom having, like, a stack of them next to her bed, and, like, I would look at the covers and just stare at the men and not understand why my dick was getting hard. But mostly... you were gay. <laughs> I, apparently. Um, but seriously, I, yeah, I just... I remember all these, like, Fabio-looking books as a kid. We have spoken about erotic novels on the podcast, either behind the scenes or briefly on air. Um, we wanted to do at one point a monster, like universal yeah. monster, like Frankenstein, werewolf, Dracula, and so forth. Monster f- fan fiction, erotic novels. Um, There's also a lot of animal-based ones, like where somebody animal, tur- yeah, where it's always like animorph porn, where somebody turns into a dolphin and then they fuck the person and then fuck they turn yeah. back into a dolphin, or they just fuck the uh, dolphin. Oh, dude! But this one's about fucking the coronavirus. 
Yeah. Wait. Um. And you, speaking of animal, you had a cake today. You had a a, a furry cake. <laughs> <up your laughs> that was just something, something on like Twitter that. I saw and fucking texted you guys. I, I didn't. Oh, I thought that was your actual photo of a cake. Because Noli was like, is that yours? And you were like, heart. <laughs> yeah, so no. I was like, oh. I mean, it is like something cake. I would fucking make. The, the uh, try, try to rem- <laughs> so, so the people know, the cake said, uh, yes, I'm a gay furry. And if you ask nicely, I might lift my tail. No, I just like reminding you guys what's going on out there. Furries are having fun. I'm glad that they're not being hurt. You guys, you guys are sheltered. You guys are really sheltered because neither uh, no one on that thread seems to be on Twitter as much as I am, nor are they aware that people fuck in ways outside of missionary sex. That's right. No, no one just hears that. Like, oh my god, assholes are, are involved in sexual intercourse. I've heard gays maybe do that, but not straights. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? No, we know. We know. All right, so I'm going to read a little bit of Kissing the Coronavirus, Ballard. By MJ Edwards. What, what's MJ stand for? Michael Jackson? Is Michelle Jones, Michael I Jackson? think. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I'm assuming uh, that is a fake name, like E.L. James. Okay, real quickly, Michael Jackson, Like, would you let him touch you if you were a child? I'm not, that's not appropriate, Ballard. We're reading love. That's not, that's not appropriate? Okay. Alright. And he didn't love those children. This is a little bit of kissing the coronavirus. You're gonna get kind of an audio bookie podcast here. Although you know, unlike most audio books This ba- seems Ballard a lot- will probably interrupt me at times. I will definitely. This uh this reminds me a lot of uh Love in the or Sex in the Time of COVID episode we did, Love in the Time of Cholera. Yeah. I wanna hear lots of Spanish eighteenth century music playing during these. <laughs> Doctor Alexa Ashington Ford stared at the test tube between her fingers. That's her full name? <laughs> her first name, Doctor? Last name, Ashington Ford. Her perfectly pink, manicured nails clashing with the pale, bubbling liquid inside. She recognized the power she had in her grip. The virus, which had claimed so many lives and which made her heart beat furiously like a wild tiger thrashing in its cage. The coronavirus. Despite the devastation the virus was causing around the globe, Alexa felt a rush of excitement every time she picked up the corona sample like a pulsating erect penis What? desperate to unleash its devastation on anyone who touched it. <laughs> it had been so long since Alexa had been with a man that the virus was the only thing she could get near to which gave her any sort of thrill. The tickle in her knickers when she worked with the sample. Excuse me? Excuse me? What did I hear you say right the, now? The, the what? The tickle in her knickers. Knickers. Oh, right. W- right, w- of course. When she worked out. There's no, there no need to use a, uh, the panty word knickers. It's written by British people, probably. The tickle. That word, right. The other word still exists over there, too. They should not be using that word. That word is off limits. The tickle in her knickers when she worked with the sample was the only sexual release she had experienced since the virus had unleashed hell and taken its hold on the world. And now she held it in her hand gripped tight gripped it tight (laughs) she bit her lip imagine what she could do with it 
She rubbed her hand over her breast, her nipple hardening like a tic-tac. Awesome. Imagine. Tic-tac! Tic-tac! 2005, Commander Favor, or Favor, flying with an alien spaceship called the Tic-tac. Um, okay. It's the candy. MJ Edwards is hitting all the conspiracies. Imagine how she would feel if she touched herself with it. Pretty great, Alexa thought. Pretty great, indeedly. <laughs> indeedly? Is she Ned Flanders? <laughs> indeedly is the word. You need to pull these up so you can read along with me. You're, you're, you're getting freaked out every time I say anything. You just have to... I love it. The Ned Flanders, indeedly. That's great. Alexa lowered the test tube and unbuttoned the bottom two poppers on her lab coat. Pop. Pop. <laughs> she took the test tube and shook it. The bubbling, creamy liquid sloshed against the inside of the tube. It fizzed up, and Alexa swore she could feel the glass expanding, swelling <laughs> up and down as she shook the tube. A shock of electricity coursed through her veins, eventually stopping as it reached her vagina. <laughs> it was like she'd sat on a battery. Everything tingled, and it felt good. But wait, wait, wait. She shoved this test tube in her vagina now or not? It's just, it's all sensation. It's, I can't uh, tell what she's it. holding it in a shock of electricity course through her veins. Okay. But Alexa knew it could feel better. Much better. Alexa pulled down her lab pants and pulled her panties to the side. Her <gasps> pussy so wet what? that the lace glided across her skin like a fat man on a water slide. Santa. End of this sample, Kindle, Kindle book. <laughs> <laughs> okay, first of all, MJ Edwards, you don't know how viruses are stored, clearly. And no, Test they tubes. are not pink. Test tubes with sloshy, bubbling liquid in them. Frothy, bubbling liquid. <laughs> yeah, that's not, that's not, that's not what it looks like, honey. And the other thing, kitten. This is probably a man <laughs> writing this. Might be. But the, uh, the, the. It, it, everything about that just read like someone who watched like a bunch of camming. Like, you know, it just didn't seem, didn't seem right. It seemed like someone who was just enacting. I feel like Alexa would have done really well actually if she was uh, working for the CDC and and live camming from her <laughs> from her laboratory. Put the image in there just so we have some. Oh, I love it! Great I image. Yeah. By the way, the coronavirus is green and swole as fuck. Yeah, uh, man, the makeup. Must take an hour, so that's not... You, you can't just Photoshop that kind of thing. No, you can't. You cannot just take away that color with a key and then just simply overlay another image on top of it, like a green virus on top of them. Oh, it's 15 pages long, and we got uh, two pages as a sample. So we got a pretty good percentage of that. Uh, even though it was just a sample, obviously it was going to go on, and she and she would fuck the coronavirus for another thirteen pages. Let's <laughs> let's just go ahead and give it uh, our rating. Now the Amazon user yeah. rating is currently at four out of our three point nine out of five Ooh. stars. We don't we mm. don't do that. We do halves uh, as max. But I'm going to give that one. We'll say three out of five, boys. Wait, are we are we sure we want to rate it? Have we not completed it, or is this more of a like it, love it, gotta have it? Situation. I guess it's it is somewhat speculative. All right. Yeah. I'll give it a like it. Yeah. No, I'll give it a love it. Give, I'll give it a love it. I was gonna say I want to give this one a love it because I really love the fantasy MJ put together of a pink frothy virus liquid sloshing around a test tube and like cum. vagina energy. I love the I, yeah exactly like a cum like a nice semen cum jism. 
great, great, love it. Kissing the Coronavirus Kindle Edition, gotta have it. All right. At home, so I can. No, not gotta have it. The rating, I just gotta have the hard copy to read it. Does that make sense? Uh, no. Already. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm too high already. <laughs> yeah. See, the thing about this episode is this is a future Ballard Problem episode. Future Ballard Problem is going to fix this episode up uh, real good because current Ballard is retarded. <laughs> right now. How is future Ballard going to help? I'm the one editing this one. Oh, you're right. See, I don't remember who's editing this shit. I am way too fucked up right now. Right, that's fine. You don't have to do anything. I'm the one doing all the work on this one. Look at the evidence. <laughs> top man. All right, let's move top on episode. to another... I want to fuck the coronavirus story. I mean, what do you expect from a person who got, like, essentially pizza delivery major in college? You know, I mean, that's what I did. And, uh, felt... Is that a BS, or...? <laughs> no. I don't I don't BS about anything, and, you know... No, Bachelor's of Science. Oh! <laughs> I'm asking for what degree that is. No, it's a... It's a, it's a BA. Pizza delivery still in art. You're still being it, probably, it might be under interpersonal communications. I don't know. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> I, I'm editing this one, and I will make. I'm going to specifically not add in Joe Biden saying, "Come on, man." <laughs> Build back better. Let's do it. Do you think Joe Biden would uh, enjoy this episode? I don't think he enjoys many things. I think he's in a bed most of the time. And then they drug him up when, when they need him on camera. <laughs> He's in hospice. <laughs> He's in hospice. <laughs> 23 hours a day. And for one hour, he's just hopped up on as many possible drugs. By the way, Regeneron, what Trump took, it's full of dead babies. It's a dead That's baby not true. Drug. That's not true. <laughs> <laughs> it's a deep state truth. They're all sucking on dead baby fucking adrenaline. I don't think that that's uh, the stem cell thing. No, I, don't, I, don't, I don't believe that that is accurate. All right. The next story is courting the coronavirus, a positively viral love story. Okay, and what does it say on the uh, cover? Well, this one's by Lee Taylor. With a virus, the tagline is "With a viral load like that, can anyone blame <laughs> her for falling for it?" <laughs> wow, blasting viral loads. Uh, hey. By the way, another green uh, man on the cover hugging a white woman. What is interesting, again, is that are we getting some kind of, I don't know, some kind of setup, some kind of, like, Hollywood potential setup for the alien invasion, the real-life alien invasion that comes? Because these green men, little green men, right, from Mars and all that shit, what, if, what is all this green men shit we're getting here? They're supposed to be the virus. Green is the color of virus men. I guess so, or alien men. All right, we, we can re, we we can, if we can't give the, mo the the story stars because our boys because we haven't experienced all of them. We can at least give the covers like posters. I'm gonna give the last yeah. cover three boys, and I'm gonna give this one one and a half boys because it's not very good. Mm. Mm. I like the other one better. The, I I I don't like that the faces are cut off. What is it? That fucking Ma Matrix poster where all the the tops of the heads were cut off. Show me the faces. Yeah. And also, by the way, do you realize the story has time travel? Because it does. It, the, <gasps> the, 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 description, the description is, it was her fault the virus got sent back to the 19th century in the first place. <laughs> now the only what? way to get close enough to destroy it again is to court it. Wow. The only problem with that, she might be falling for it. <laughs> Wait, is the Spanish flu supposed to be COVID-19 or SARS-CoV-2? I, I we're gonna we're gonna have to read we're gonna have to, we're gonna have to read 
We're gonna be. Um, I'm gonna give the uh, first uh, pandemic erotic novel, Kissing the Coronavirus. I'm gonna give that a one out of five, boys. It's just, it's nothing. And then um, the other one, uh, Courting the Coronavirus, a positively viral love story. I'm also gonna give this a one out of five, boys. Yeah, they're not doing it for me. I want to see, um, uh, painted, airbrushed-looking artwork. I want to see full muscles glistening, <laughs> along with oceans and cliff sides. I need to see farmhouses. I need to see lighthouses and towers. I need an, a sense of adventure. This was just wallpaper behind them. This is just wallpaper. Like, what kind of room are they in? It's some Victorian home. I don't know. Cro- kissing the coronavirus is just a gray back. It's just a gray Photoshop background. They didn't even put a backplate. Yeah, they don't care. So, but I am curious. Um, how good is this story, though? I mean, do you want to hear it? I do. Let's well, do it. let's just. This is the sample, so this is like early stuff. When Joan first signed up for the lab course at the Ivy League college, she somehow gotten into. She had no idea she and her team would be handling the most dangerous substance on Earth. No, not uranium. <laughs> not acid that could dissolve a human body in five minutes flat. If TV shows were to be believed, which Joan believed firmly that they were, no, no. Wait, what? She's a scientist, but she believes in the science of television shows? (laughs) CSI is dead on the money. No, it was COVID-19. Okay, so most scientists might disagree with Joan that it wasn't the most dangerous thing in the world. But to Joan it was because she had a personal vendetta against the virus. What, it killed her mom? For Joan, COVID-19 had done the unthinkable, the unforgivable. It killed her mom? It had put an end to her ability to party like the little whore she was (laughs) at the fraternities and sororities that were the reason she came to the school in the first place. No, you're making that up. That's not what it says. That is what it says. <laughs> what a twist. She is a dirty little whore, and she went to party at the frat houses only. That's amazing. To be clear, the virus hadn't stopped the parties. Oh, wait, you're not being clear. The, the novel says to be clear, okay? <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm reading. This is all reading. <laughs> to be clear, the virus hadn't stopped the parties. They still raged on either side of her as she walked in her shapeless head-to-toe hazmat suit all the way across campus from her dorm where she had been storing the lab's sole sample of COVID-19 to the high-security lab on the opposite side of the school. Smart. Having already killed her social life, the virus might as well have killed her. Each step Joan took past another debaucherous frat party, already <laughs> raging at the ripe and early hour of two o'clock in the afternoon. What college is this? Probably Arizona State. Or Chico. What's well, that? Uh, Ivy League, so. No, yeah, you're right. Ah, <laughs> uh, Joan thought. If I'd, uh, if I'd realized. She thought, ah. Uh. Ah, <laughs> uh, Joan thought. If I would realized they'd make me wake up this early every day, I never would have gone to college. She should have just become a sugar baby <laughs> or started an OnlyFans. Yes. Everyone else seemed to be doing it, and none of them had any complaints, not one. 
But here she was, having to look out the hole in the front of her stifling hazmat suit at the hot, shirtless guys guzzling crystal light and vodka like cum right in front of her. And she wasn't even invited anymore. Wait, wait, this is a woman's fantasy? <laughs> There's some eroticism going on here. Just watch, just watching them. Their douchebag faces screwing up as they pointed and laughed at her in her oversized protective jumpsuit made her wet. <laughs> Body's working overtime. Money don't matter. <laughs> that made her wet, just in their douchebag faces. <sighs> They're what I came here for, she thought. And instead, thanks to COVID, I have to be humiliated like this every single day. She looked down at the plastic test tube in her hand and scowled at it in hatred. If only every single refrigerator hadn't broken on campus, <laughs> leaving wow. her as the only one in the lab able to store the COVID-19 sample in her shared dormitory mini-fridge. Oh, I hate when that happens. Every fucking refrigerator <laughs> every, every single one. Amazing. At least then, she might be able to slip into the back door of one of the frats for a quick little back-end beer boofing <laughs> before her lab. Boof. That's the Brett Kavanaugh? Yeah, he loved to boof. They're adding that in there, boofing meant farting. I like beer. I like beer. I still like beer. <laughs> I liked beer. All right. Amazing. She'd be in and out so fast, no one would have even recognized her as the girl who was working on the dreaded COVID project. It was these thoughts that made Joan distracted as she stormed into the school lab that afternoon. Joan, what's got you so distracted that you're storming into the school lab this afternoon? <laughs> her supervisor, a giant beefcake of a man with a oh handlebar God. mustache so full and luscious that you just couldn't help but dream of writing it, said to Joan as soon as she hurled herself through the door. That was all one sentence. <laughs> wow. He paused at the eye-washing station. He was unhooking to make room for another vending machine to shoot her a pouty look that only made Joan even more distracted. But this time... Wait, 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 wait. Is this guy hot or is he more like Don Knotts? I feel like he's a Don Knotts. But this time, because she was practically going weak in the knees with lust for him. And that's the end of this sample Kindle book. Enjoyed the preview? Wait, when did she go back in time? <laughs> that's the story. Let's see how long this one is. 23 pages. <laughs> wow, so at some point she goes back in time to the 19th century. Uh, yeah, I guess, it gets, I guess it gets wild. I mean, I could sign up for Kindle Unlimited. I get a three-month trial and I can read these. But I feel like we're getting an, enough yeah. from... If we're going to do five of these, that's enough for one episode. We What we want is enough tea so that our audience goes out and buys these. <laughs> yeah, right, I mean, pay your, pay your fucking game. Kindle. Amazon could use your business. I hear they're doing really poorly these days. Poor, poor Amazon. <laughs> Yeah, knowing that the 19th century is almost doomed because of uh, uh, whatever her name is, Jones, you know, Follies, um, I am going to say gotta have it for courting the coronavirus, a positively viral love story, because, man, I want a viral load like that now. I don't, I, I'm going to give that one a, a like it. I, okay, so it's a girl who's a little slut, 
and nobody wants to fuck yeah. her because she's working on the coronavirus. Yeah. And the frat boys are out at 2 p.m. guzzling beer like cum? Yeah. And Crystal Light. And Crystal Light. Vodka and Crystal Light. Yeah, Lee Taylor thinks that uh, frat boys drink lots of Crystal Light. And, and uh, vodka. Having been a frat boy, I, I can tell you that is not true. Yeah. <laughs> At all. I, I, I did not frequently uh, guzzle Crystal Light and vodka at 2 p.m. outside my frat house. <laughs> No, I don't think like, that was like it was I like it did. was like it was cum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially like it's cum. What does that look like exactly? Is, is that just like someone out in the desert having not had water for three days, and they finally come across a canteen full of you know water, and uh, they guzzle that like cum? Is that what guzzling cum looks like? I'm not sure what cum guzzling looks like, but you know what? I love what Lee Taylor did. The difference between Lee Taylor. And uh, Michael Jackson's earlier story, or uh, MJ Edwards, was that Lee Taylor didn't throw a whole bunch of sex into the beginning of it. She or he actually waited. It it's it, it slows into it. I mean, there's there's time. She, it, it, it ends with her wanting to fuck a professor with the mustache or something. And a mustache. Uh, the mustache. She wanted to ride it. Oh, I thought you said muffstache. Mustache. Uh, Dude, do you think? Do you think it's possible that Joan has a candy muff? And if she has a candy muff, it's possible it might be zero calories. Was Joan the character? I don't remember the name. <laughs> I don't remember the name either anymore. I've <laughs> calling her Joan. I think so. I really don't know. Well, yeah, I got to give that story a... Um... It was Joan. <laughs> you, you remembered yeah. it. <laughs> oh, good. Okay, good. I got to have it. That was, yeah... There's a lot left to be desired there, for sure. Yeah, I, I do want to know more, so I'm going to give that one a love it. <laughs> but I'll give, and I'll give the, uh, oh, we already rated the cover. Yeah, I give it one out of five boys. Well, now let's rate the cover. Let's rate the cover of the next one, so we can do that up front. Let's do it. The next, let's do it. The next story is, coronavirus is coming to town. Yes. K.A. Ryson. Ryson's a poison, of course, from... Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. In the real world. Yeah, probably. only from Breaking Bad. Yeah, no real world, no. Um, but, Phil, this one's very interesting because it has a Santa Claus hat on coronavirus. Yeah. But it also says a COVID-19 steamy horror story. So this is like a Christmas horror story, like Black Friday, Krampus, A Christmas Carol. I think we're in for something here. Yeah, well, the the, the title and the artwork just says coronavirus is coming to town but amazon says the story is coronavirus is coming to town a covid19 steamy horror story kindle edition <laughs> kindle edition and also um the image that we have here that i'm going to give a three out of five boys as our cover art or for the book is essentially the v to the d we're looking at all of that highway to the danger zone um, and it's just a little happy trail, all green again. Green man, because he's a virus man. It's not a good. It's man. not good abs. They're not good. It's oh, they're the best abs ever. It's very flat, very little definition. Uh, it's perfect. I'm gonna give this a three out of five. I'll give it one out no of five. No woman. Also, also no woman in this cover. So yeah, totally, this this is gay. Totally looking better. Uh, this is gay. <laughs> it's, it's getting better. Well, here's the description. This is not the the writing. This is Amazon's official description. Amazon's official description. 
It's Christmas. Everyone is dead. Reese's headaches are getting worse, and she has nowhere to run. No, it's a girl. Until he steps out of the alley. Wait, what? Reese finds herself torn between hating the virus that claimed everyone she loved and lusting after the companion she's always known. But things are not always as they seem. Their passion quickly turns into violence, explosions, and a steamy tale of revenge. Wow, explosions. The story is Hallmark Channel meets Wizard of Oz meets Michael Bay with non-con elements. No idea what that means. Okay, okay. None the of author, that can be done in a book. All of that requires movies. The author really wants to pay off her student loans. That's in the description. Oh, really? Yeah. No, okay, you, you can't just say Michael Bay for a book. It's <laughs> impossible. He does not he translate, translate the book form, no. <laughs> he does not translate at all. Um, I'm really excited about this one, to be honest. This one seems like it's got lots of potential. Did you, did you like the fucking Michael Bay video film of... It wasn't directed by Michael Bay, but it was heavily influenced by Michael Bay of Trump coming home from a hospital that had like the the, the most Michael Bay fucking editing and music and in shots ever. Yeah, it was similar to um, Trump's walk to the church uh, across the street from the White House. No, no, no. This is like a video. Yeah, yeah. There's video. No, no. He filmed an actual pro- uh, uh, promo when he walked to the church. This one felt more Michael Bay because it had the the helicopter, like because Michael Bay is always his helicopters taking off and landing yes. in the backgrounds of shots. It happens a lot in Armageddon, and it's just like there's no reason there's to have shots, it. Dolly shots though, yeah. beautiful yeah. dolly shots involved too though. I thought were nice. Shall I read? Well, yes, absolutely. Let's read this K.A. Rison story. The streets were empty. The thin film of recent rain glittered under the streetlights. The streetlights. <laughs> I love those. <laughs> Their amber mixed and mingled with the cool dark of the night. It floated... Walking around the city all the time. It floated up... Checking out the streetlights. To illuminate the sheet of clouds overhead. Only a slight blue glow to the east indicated that a full moon lurked behind. Any other night, Reese would have stopped to take in the view, to marvel at the way warm kissed cool on a blank yet tumultuous canvas. Under any circumstances, she would have loved to explore the city without the intrusions of other people. Checking out the sex clubs. But she pressed on. The slapping of her feet on the wet pavement kept a steady beat. Her thoughts filled in a melody, replacing the music that once filled Dixon Street. Dixon. Two conflicting lyrics vamping over and over. Stay far away, stay far away, and join me and stay. Join me and stay. She couldn't tell who these thoughts were directed toward or even if they came from her. The clouds continued to roll overhead, twisting and writhing into unnatural forms. The wind whipped her shirt around. What? Her. <laughs> the wind whipped her shirt around her and up, revealing her thong underneath for just a second. Yes! I love this wind. Laughter. She heard... I don't think this has anything to do with the coronavirus. Not yet. Laughter. <laughs> Laughter. She heard laughter billow out from a nearby alleyway and reverberate through the city. This stopped her. Legs wide, heels lifted, chin high, she stood alert. Legs wide. The rushing air danced through her hair and rustled through her ears so that she could not quite tell if anything living was nearby. (laughs) 
Her eyes darted up and down the strip. The tinsel and light gingerbread men hung that from that lamppost. Well, that's not written correctly. Hung that hung from the lamppost, bent under the pressure of the glass. <laughs> this is not well written. Uh, the only calm her eyes could find was a single. She got lazy right here, writing this <laughs> section. <laughs> Who's the publisher? The Amazon. <laughs> the only calm her eyes could find was a single storefront window, for some reason still lit, with a large Christmas tree centered between the sweeping drapes. Golden ribbons tumbled down a sea of red and green ornaments. A single star perched precariously at the top. It looked so much like the, like the one she'd has as a child. Delicate yet enduring. All the lights on this one worked, though. That's the end. I am what? That's the fucking whole sample. That that was it. That's horrible. That was fucking wow. horrible. Wow. Suck my there was fucking ass, K. A. Ryson. That was goddamn fucking yeah. terrible. That had nothing to do with goddamn coronavirus. And it's fifteen pages, and we just burned through like one and a half of them. <laughs> yeah, I um, yeah. What the other story did well was like it. It set up a lot of things, but I at least knew the characters involved, like the multiple characters involved. There were cum guzzling fraternity boys hanging out at 2 p.m. I remember that image. Yeah, lots of fun. This one, it's like she's walking down the street and she has thoughts about don't go, don't go, stay, stay. That's about all. Coronavirus was in the last two and it wasn't in this one at all. So I'm really disappointed. And I don't think it'll honestly be in the next two. <laughs> oh, dude, are you kidding me? Futa. I can't yeah. wait for Futa. I'm giving Coronavirus is Coming to Town a one out of five, boys. That was a horrible, steamy horror story from a Christmas tale. I, I don't know. No. No, thank you. Wait, I why like are we – you found this one. Why are, why are we doing Futa's Fertile Quarantine, Five Times Stories of Pandemic and Pregnancy, when we could be doing Self-Isolation Sissy Book 1, Caught as a Cam Girl, a quarantine cross-dresser story? We're going to do them all because Futa has a great tagline. Doctor, it's so big. <laughs> What's so big? Yeah, and it's the an virus, Asian girl. The viral load. Yeah, it's just triple X on it. This is by Miss Mystic. Mystique. Yeah. I guess we'll do this one. Fuck it. Can I, is there even a sample? Oh, Jesus. Do them all. Do everything. Do every one of them you can do. Let's do everything. There's, I, Falk. This one's long. This is, a, this is, a, they give you, they give you a lot for this one. They do. But seriously, there's like 10 novels you can easily find right away. If you just type in COVID fan fiction on Amazon, there's yeah. a lot. There is a lot. Yeah. Is this the one that we should, uh. We should really read. <laughs> Food of Fertile Quarantine Triple X Five Time First Stories of Pandemic and Pregnancy. Doctor, it's so big by Miss Mystique. Yes. I'm not gonna read all of this one. I'm not gonna read all of this one. I'm just gonna give us a little bit of a taste of Food is Fertile Felt Quarantine this... Five First Things. Wait, five first time stories of pandemic and pregnancy. Yeah, it's, it's not even ca capitalizations wrong. Nothing. None of it's right. And what's even better is that the 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 artwork of this book. Looks like you're buying a porno. <laughs> like it is, it is so bad. It is uh, the kind of porn. The kind of porn that, that has pixelated genitals. Yeah, <laughs> I love this, Miss Mystique. Doctor, it's so big. Um, <laughs> racism. There really is a lot to mine here, so we could do this one all night, realistically. Well, not because uh, there's so many of the from from Miss Mystique. 
Yeah, but uh, it's a lot like networthsalary.org or whatever the fuck that website was. <laughs> I think we might have found gold with this one. <laughs> have you read this one? It actually seems like it's it's written okay. No. No, I just assumed by Doctor It's So Big and, like, you know, Triple X and Miss Mystique, I was like, this is gold. <laughs> no, whoever made the art and wrote in the title didn't wasn't the same person who wrote it, I don't think. Not at all. Uh, this, no, is, this might be written by a fucking AI, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's really weird. This might have been written by some like Jewish old dude. I think an AI might have written this one. I, I'm I'm looking at it. And I'm just like what? God, <laughs> I right. really hope AI wrote this. So these are five uh, stories. So this is going to be a sample from one of the stories. Five first time stories of pandemic and pregnancy. Um, this excerpt comes from Quarantine Lovemaking Part One. This is by Miss Mystique. My desire to have a baby was always been at odds with my attraction to my boss, Dr. Rowley. <laughs> I know I'm just an intern, and I'm not really supposed to have feelings for my boss or even after my position. Yes. Who knows if I'll get him hired on... <laughs> okay, this is so bad I can't read this now. <laughs> I love this already. On after I graduate college. But Dr. Rowley has been so inspiring to me as a young medical student. I love it. And even though I try my best every day to please my boss, I'm probably nothing more than a young college kid to her. Oh, Dr. Rowley's a girl. Oh, I really nice. can't blame her. At 18 years old... <laughs> I'm easily the youngest student in my class of future medical professionals. I love that, future medical professionals. But I've always known I wanted to be an epidemiologist. So I came to study under Dr. Rowley right after high school. Today in the lab, my boss and I work side by side, as we always do. I'll never understand how this woman pulls off a starched white lab coat so well. <gasps> Even in her goggles, with her hair pulled back into a tightly ponytail. Sounds hot. <laughs> eyes narrowed in stern concentration as she bends over the Petri dish. Petri dish. Over the Petri dish. <laughs> Peering through goggles that cover half her face, Dr. Rowley looks incredible. I watched her out of the corner of my eye trying to mimic her moves as she moves about the lab, muttering to herself, This is bad. Very, very bad, she says, striding over to a tall bookshelf, sagging with thick medical volumes. <sighs> I glance at her nervously. It's unlike her to be so agitated. But I do not dare ask her what's wrong. Instead, I turn to my microscopes and try to find the little buggers. I'm supposed to be studying. <laughs> there has been an increase in the number of ER patients with severe flu-like symptoms. What's going on here? Don't get too serious. And Dr. Rowley and I are trying to determine what it is. I wonder if that's what has her all concerned. Oh, maybe. <laughs> I sure hope it isn't serious. Yeah. My heart beats faster as I spy one of the little viruses under my microscope. <laughs> oh, there they are. There they are. We had fed the strains in this Petri dish a super powerful antiviral bacteria we hope to use in a new vaccine. That's how vaccines work, right? <laughs> but I gasp as I see the result. Under my microscope, I watch a viral particle literally chase down one of the predatory bacteria cells and attack it. <gasps> Awestruck, I increase the magnification level 
and witness the virus transmit something to the bacteria. I zoom in again. Intercourse! And I and am surprised to see that the substance being transmitted is an entire strand of DNA. I've never seen that much DNA move from one organism to another. Wow. I zoom out with my microscopes and give a little cry of horror as I see a swarm of the predatory bacteria bloated with the virus DNA chase an individual bacteria cell, obviously oblivious to what's happening. Wait, wait, they're this, describing rape. This is FUDA's fertile quarantine. What the fuck? <laughs> viral rape <laughs> they latch on and I quickly zoom in in time <laughs> zoom in in time to see the virus DNA being injected into the bacteria cell which then joins its herd of infected comrades Dr. Rally, you gotta come see this I say breathlessly <laughs> my boss strides over to me and doesn't wait for me to get out of the way before leaning over my microscope from over my shoulder. <laughs> Her large breasts push into my shoulder blades and I shiver. Now is not the time for those feelings. No. no. My boss gasps. She pulls her phone from her lab coat pocket and punches in a number. I watch her nervously. Put the city on lockdown, she tells whoever is on the other line. She has that access. <laughs> this virus is getting out of control. This is a professor at a at a at a college. Is it? Has this type of access that can just call someone and say, "Put the city on lockdown." We spend the rest of the day tirelessly testing out new strains of bacteria, new chemicals, even other viruses. No matter what we use or how strong it is, though, nothing seems capable of beating this new virus. Sounds like corn pop. Notice they never say coronavirus or COVID nineteen. All right, we work through our lunch break without a word. Felt, felt they're keeping it evergreen. I know, but it's, this is probably also may have been written years before. Yeah. Finally, it's the end of the day, and we have made no progress, only accumulated even more questions than we started with. Dr. Rowley and I look up the Petri dishes and trudge into the room between the lab and the break room to change. We shrug off our lab coats, tossing they them, into, them off. <laughs> into the laundry <laughs> the visual, bin. The visual of people shrugging off lab coats. <laughs> tossing them into the laundry bin. They're working on coronavirus. Yeah, but they just toss them. Just toss them into the laundry bin. Peel the plastic booties off our shoes and wash our hands, faces, and hair. Damp and panting with disheartened exhaustion, we head back into the break room. I reach for my backpack. But Dr. Rowley blocks my path. Where do you think you're going? She asks, oh, hands no. on her wide hips. Uh, home? Yes. I ask tentatively. Oh, no, you're not. We just put the entire city on lockdown, remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I stare at her. The She's way only to... 18. The student is only 18, okay? Uh, like... Is a boy or a girl? I'm not sure. It's a girl, I think. I stare at her. The weight of the situation finally sinking in. How the house is about pregnancy. <laughs> uh, I, I, no, no, five percent stories of pandemic and pregnancy. Okay. This might just be a pandemic story. I stare at her. The weight of the situation sinking in. I'm going to call my husband and let him know. Then we'll discuss what we're going to do tonight. She says. Okay, that was her. That was the doctor saying. Ridiculously, Rally. my heart sinks as she says this. 
It had never occurred to me that Dr. Rowley might have a husband. By the time, I think this character's male. By the time she gets off the phone, I'm lounging on the couch, feeling like my life is about to change forever. This is a woman. This, no, the boys don't lounge on a couch. They sprawl. They sit. Women lounge. Dr. Rowley joins me, sitting so close that our thighs press together. Boys I, don't have thighs. That's another thing. Girls only have thighs. Okay. I glance at her, <laughs> trying not to keep my cool. Shouldn't be trying to keep my cool. Um, no, try not to. <laughs> oh, no. It says, I, I glance at her, trying not keep my cool. <laughs> <laughs> not keep. <laughs> A lot of errors in here. But then she places her hand on my thigh and leans in so close, I wonder if she's trying to kiss me. My eyes widen as her lips press into mine, and the scent of her lavender soap overwhelms me. But then I give in to the cravings of my body and close my eyes, returning her kiss. She pulls back too soon, and a moan in frustration escapes me before I can stop myself. Dr. Rowley smiles knowingly. You naughty little intern, she gasps in pretend surprise. You've wanted me all this time, haven't you? I blush deeply, but somehow am too embarrassed to admit it. Instead, I feign indignation. What? You're the one who kissed me, I retort. Wow. Dr. Rowley's lips are deep red and turned up at the corners into the most cunning smile. Her eyes are steely gray and glint dangerously. <laughs> That's enough back talk, young lady. She scolds playfully. I'm going to need to put you in your place. It is women. It's two women. It's two women. Yeah, and that's the end. Now, in, end of this sample Kindle book. Enjoyed the preview. Buy with one click. Wow. Wow. I did not. I, I, I enjoyed that a lot more than the last one. That one had viral rape that turned on the student and the professor to the point where they ended up banging in the locker room later. Now, that was a person. That was two women. That was not a the, – the virus – it was a factor in the story. I, I, I won't. I won't deny that, that that this one had more coronavirus than the last one, which I, I don't think had anything to do with the coronavirus at all. No, the last one was more about Christmas <laughs> and, and how the holidays, you know, decorations around town. Um, that was great. I that was great. Gotta have it. Okay, so I think I gave this a a five out of five boys for the cover art, and I'm giving that a gotta have it for the story. Uh, warning. Triple X explicit content means for adults only. I'm going to give that one a uh, three, boys. Or love it. And the cover, oh. I'll give it half a boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst one yet for you. I don't The cover's terrible. The writing was better than the cover, <laughs> which was also terrible. That's Dr. Rowley on the cover. No, that's probably the intern. Oh, that's right. That's probably the intern, yeah. 18. Yeah, well, I mean, it's an Asian woman. <laughs> <laughs> they, um, they all look 18 from age like 15 to fucking 70, and then they age 40 years in like two years right at the end. It's really tragic of those last two years. Oh, but, but it's the cutest. When they get old and wrinkly, they're cute then too. And they get short. They lose like a six inches off it's, their height. What is that? It's amazing. I love it. It's my favorite. I think, I think, I think Asians have it the best when it comes to uh, aging all the way around. Yeah, yeah. They're, even, they're, they're, they're old, a fascinating species. They are. I mean, because like as a white person, fuck white people. We just get old. No, we age linearly. We age li very linearly. 
and it's weird and we and we get all our fat noses and our fat ears when we get old and thinning hair and shit and we're all oddly shaped yeah. like oblong but asian people for the most part just get tiny and cute that's yeah, weird it's weird because like black people more or less age the same as as, as white people it's just they, their skin doesn't crack as much because black doesn't right. crack because of the melanin production of the sun yeah uh, so they don't absorb as much and you get denzel washington still looking fucking more handsome than 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 me than his son his son he looks more handsome than his son honestly I don't know what his son looks like but I mean they, they, Idris Elba he's aging like fine wine you know and yeah you you know his son you, his son's in Tenet his son was Tenet oh that was his son yeah John David Washington whatever his fucking name is yeah oh that, I didn't know that that's Denzel Washington's son yeah I forgot I wasn't allowed to see Tenet my governor said I couldn't go to a theater he doesn't like us no he's also high him and a lot of other people are high on their own power that's for sure um. Okay, uh, is there more to the Futa Fertile Triple X quarantine stories? Is there another one? There's, are, are there? Or is that it? I don't know. Let's go to Miss Mystic and see what else she's written. Yeah, she's written a lot. Let me share screen. This is Miss Mystic's page. she got House of Lesbian, House or Lesbian B, BDSM. Maybe that's enough. Lesbian MILF nurses spank Triple X. Lesbian MILF domination. Of course, Futa's Fertile Quarantine. Uh, Fuda's fertile brat, Fuda's <gasps> and fertility. What is a Fuda? My first exam, ob gyn experience, or OBGYN erotica. <laughs> uh, the MILF next door, lesbian MILF nurses, her first oh, exam. Felk, Fuda means fucked up the ass. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Does it? Yeah, I thought it was that. I thought it was that. Then what's the big like, like uh, foam dildo things? Isn't that? I thought that was what Funda was. I don't know. Maybe or is that Funta? Maybe that's Funta. Let's look that up. But before we look that up, because that's important to look up too. Felk, let's read about Miss Mystique because she had an incredible bio. I'm looking up Funta. Yeah, that's wait. No, Funta's a band. Funta Urban Dictionary. It's a Japanese rock, uh, pop rock band. It says. Yeah. Let's go porn. Fuda porn. No, it says Fuda porn. It, 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 it fucked is, up the ass. But no, but Fuda is also these giant fucking dicks. See, like uh, Fuda is like Fuda. Th that's Fuda. Like that's oh, yeah, Fuda. It's called Fuda Nari. Oh yeah, well I think Fuda for short. Yeah, but Fuda for short. Like, look at that one right above you, right, right above your mouse. Fuda Nari. Fuda Nari. See that? Oh, so what the fuck is Fuda Nari stand for then? It's probably an Asian word. Fuda Nari. Yeah. It's a Japanese word meaning uh, hermaphrodites. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So, wait. Are all of these F Miss Mystique Fuda things hermaphrodite? Possibly. Stories? Yeah, maybe the, both the girls had cocks, too. Maybe if we had read their sex scene, it would have had cocks. Interesting. Well, M Miss Mystique had an incredible bio, honestly. We'll never know. That did, that did not lead to uh, hermaphrodites. You should seriously read it. Her bio? Yeah, right there. About Miss Mystique. Miss Mystique is a hot MILF who can't find a good man enough to satisfy her taboo desires. She's also <laughs> a lofty artist. Mystique awesome. uses this tantalizing combination of talents to create sexy paintings and erotic short stories to fulfill all her needs. Winky face. Yeah. She's a lofty artist. You know what that means? No. She does not show up anywhere on time. And um, she probably runs a massage parlor out of her fucking apartment in Portland, wherever the fuck she lives. Lofty means of a of imposing height. 
It does. <laughs> or thick and resilient. Or it's wool. Um, Proud, yeah. aloof, self-important. Aloof is more what I think of it as, yeah. When I hear lofty, I think aloof. But uh, mountains can be lofty, and usually that just means I think um, that they're uh, taller than any of their uh, surrounding environments, like other mountain ranges. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. Wow. Now, I think we left the, fuck? the best for last, guys. This is long. This is a long yes, sample. I don't know if I'm going to read all of it. So this is going to be amazing. First things first, we have a title we need to read for the audience, and then we need to go over the cover art, Felk. The next one is Lucky with Lucas. <gasps> Heart City Flames Book 3 by a very fox. Avery, a very fox. <laughs> it's Avery Fox. Now, that's what the uh, title says on the book, but you'll notice the title in Amazon does not match what it says in the book and adds a bunch of things. Words. It does. Lucky with Lucas, a quarantine, comma, best friend's brother, comma, BBW, comma, hockey <gasps> player, comma, romance, Heart City wow. Flames, book three. I may have added a, ca- ca- a comma in there. By A. Very Fox. Uh, so, if you look at A. Very Fox's other works, seem to be about men. <laughs> right. But BBW, you know what that means? Well, I know it, what it means, but I don't know if Avery Fox does because these are about men f- fucking men. No, it means big, beautiful women, right? Yes. Or something along those lines. Uh, thick bitches tends to be something along those lines, right? It's not so Plus fucking size. weak. <laughs> yeah, not so fucking weak. But he just throws it in there. This is interesting how they just have a, a whole bunch of uh, tags in the title of a book on Amazon. Let's uh, try to get everybody let's rate this image <laughs> yeah so the cover first things first what is this cover felk well it may be lucas or their depiction of lucas it is a shirtless man with uh in vita loco uh the crazy life <gasps> i think that's right wait. is that wait is that lucas or is that avery fox does avery fox just put himself on the cover of his own no books? he has different he has different men are, are, are you seeing what i'm seeing are you seeing what i'm seeing going avery, seeing. avery fox yeah i'm seeing See, there there's, there's men on each one of his fucking taps. This one looks like Craig Kilborn. Uh, he does. <laughs> this is a firewoman here. Isn't there a gladiator one? Oh, my God. Is that Nick Lachey? Cowboy's Nick Lachey. <laughs> there's a Baywatch one. Oh, wow. Some people stand in the darkness. <laughs> Afraid to, to step into the, into the light. Okay, I'm not going to read all of this, but here's here's a here's an explanation. Lucky with Lucas is a short, steamy romance featuring a hot hockey player and a curvy librarian. <gasps> no cheating, H E A guaranteed. Okay, I don't, I don't. Wow, H E A guaranteed. Do you know what that means? Uh, no, do you? Yes, of course I know what that means. H E E stands for happily ever after. H E A. Happily Ever After is used primarily in conjunction with internet discussions of romance novels and movies. Yeah. Writers of romance often categorize products, projects they are working on as having an HEA ending or not having one as a quick way to describe part of the subgenre. This examples, this novel is a great HEA or Cinderella ends HEA. Yep. And this one has... No cheating. No HEA cheating. guaranteed. Yeah, with two asterisks, and I don't know what they 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 are for. <laughs> this one's I thirty-two think more pages. Like quotes. 
Because look, Felk, the whole yeah. thing starts with two asterisks. They just don't know what quotes are. They just like, oh, I guess you use these. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's let's get into Lucky with Lucas, a quarantine best friend's brother, BBW hockey player romance, Heart City Flames book three by Avery Fox. A very fox. All rights reserved. <laughs> None of yes. this publication may be reproduced. This Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Fucked up and put the fucking copyright text in the sample. <laughs> it's in the sample. Wow, I love it. Waste of space. <laughs> All rights reserved. None of this publication may be reproduced, distributed, or transmitted in any form or by any means, including photocopying, recording, uh oh, or other electronic or mechanical uh -oh. methods without That's the prior. Without the, we might be breaking rules without the prior written consent of the publisher except in the case of brief quotation embodied in critical reviews or certain other non-commercial uses permitted by copyright law that's what we're doing that's what we're doing resemblance to actual persons and things living or dead locales or events is completely coincidental yeah i'm sure i love hearing from my readers so if you want to leave some feedback or help me i'm just going to read all of this like yeah, okay, help it. me learn about all your favorite tropes and characters contact me here a very foxy fox at gmail.com then subscribe to my mailing list and hear about all my new releases check out the heart city flames collections for this story and three more featuring other players on the team the hockey team whoa it's a team wait, so wait the heart city players is the hockey team contents about the book the heart city flames <laughs> chapter one bethany chapter two lucas chapter three Bethany, chapter <laughs> yes. four, Lucas, chapter five, Bethany, chapter yes. six, Lucas, chapter <gasps> seven, Ballard, can you guess? It's Bethany. Bethany. Yes. Epilogue, and then thank uh -oh. you for reading. So there's a thank you for reading at the end, and it also oh. makes it way into the contents. And because nobody, this is probably done by a fucking bot, maybe even written by a bot. How dare you? Uh, all this fucking copyright and content shit made it into the sample on Amazon. Not a waste of space. It was very well used. About the book. Oh. This this under the Bethany chapter uh, heading. Bethany. I, I guess. Wait. This is under her chapter is about the book. <laughs> I never thought there'd be a bright side to a global pandemic, but when my best friend told me her brother was coming back to town. Dot dot <gasps> dot. Let's just say librarians aren't supposed to squeal in excitement and leave it at that. And then Lucas. What? I never thought the NHL would really postpone the season. Now it's like the whole city is shut down. You know, I'm getting desperate when I leave Heart City for Offord. But then I see Bethany's curves again. Maybe my hometown's not so bad. So by the uh -oh. way, already we know like this is talking about an NHL shutdown and a pan global pandemic. This is more to do with the coronavirus than the last two. So I think this is actually written about the coronavirus, but but maybe by a computer program. Right. Chapter one. But Felk, I mean, let's be real here. I mean, this is all taking place in Michigan and uh, I think Michigan is the place to be right now. Is that, did you just Google offered? I uh, offered along with uh, Heart, Heart City? City. Yeah, Heart City, baby. Right. Well, that's weird because the, the uh, Disclaimer said that uh, resemblance to actual persons and things living or dead, locales, or events is completely coincidental. It just so happens that Michigan has a heart city and an Oford or whatever, you know, so hey. Could have happened to anyone. Chapter one. Bethany. <laughs> so, 
How exactly is a librarian an essential worker? Yes. My best friend Olivia asks. I, I question that too. Propping an elbow on a bookcase. Her voice is slightly muffled by the face mask. But she's always spoken loud enough for it to make no difference. Okay, first of all, I just got to stop you. I got to say, I love that the author right away is setting up real questions that we would be asking. Like, uh, how would a librarian be an essential worker? And answering them right off the bat. So there is no issue later. I can just get right to the sex. I purse my lips and give her a wry look. Before realizing that she can't see the lower half of my face. I've actually done, I've actually done that. I try to play it off by finding the right home for a few books before responding. Well, the library's still open. People just have to call ahead or order online, then pick up the books at the door instead of coming in. Someone needs to fill all those orders and put everything back. When my friend tries to speak up, I silence her with a shush that would make any librarian proud. And yes, we disinfect everything before and after. Besides, we are short-staffed as it is. It'll be nice to use this time to get through our backlog of returns and a few projects we've always had to put off. Olivia nods, her lips twisted to a smirk. Alright, fair enough. As long as you don't mind me hanging around here reading until they call me back in. Her office shut down until further notice, and she's one of the lucky ones who can't work from home. <laughs> I almost envy her for the free time. But the library is like a second home to me. I basically grew up here. Little boy Ballard grew up on libraries. <laughs> I loved them. When other girls were going to gymnastics or soccer practice, I would hide to the library. A good book, a comfortable chair, and a yummy snack are all I need for a good time. And if that means I don't have a flat, toned body like Olivia, then so be it. When I heard about a degree in library science, <laughs> wow. I thought it was too good to be true. Becoming a librarian was easily the... Wait. Becoming a librarian was, was, e the was the easiest decision I ever made, and I have not regretted a day of it. Be bad. Now, if only I could be as lucky as my in my romantic life as I was in my career. Yeah. When that reading supposed to start, by the way? Wait, what? Oh, yeah, when's that reading supposed to start, by the way? I tease. Because these books aren't going to put themselves away. This isn't Harry Potter. She what the fuck? <laughs> she backs away with her hands held up. When are they gonna fuck? Chuckling. Is this, uh, is this fucking, like, juvenile fiction or something? Like, Yeah, this, what is this shit? This is... Why does this have a half-naked man, like, pulling on his... The cover does not match the tone. <laughs> yeah, pulling on his dick on the cover. And, like, all this, like, two girls talking about librarian sex or something. Is one of them girls? I thought one of them was a guy. I don't know what's going on, honestly. <laughs> she backs away with her hand held up. Okay, okay, if you need me, I'll be in the big chair near Romance. Just put anything back where you found it, I call behind her. <laughs> to no response. I shake my head thinking about the mess she'll leave behind for me and put some headphones in <laughs> while I return the rest of the books on my cart. You don't put headphones in anything. <laughs> I had the whole library memorized by the time I was in high school, so now I don't even have to think about it. Just listen to some country music or an audiobook and let my hands do the work. Maybe an audiobook by Avery Fox? Or a very Fox. 
<laughs> a very, very good fox. When I haven't seen Olivia walk by in a few hours, I check my watch with a shock that so much time has passed. I take my headphones out. Of what? And hear a loud snort. Her pussy. <laughs> that sends me into a fit of, j of giggles. Jiggles. I thought this was a guy reading this. Olivia slumped back in the no, big chair. This is Bethany. Chair. This is Bethany. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Olivia slumped back in the big chair with her legs over one of the armrests, her head on the other, snoring so loudly, I can't believe I couldn't already hear it. I tiptoe over to her, even holding my breath to be as quiet as possible, and pinch her nose shut. Her next snort is cut short, turning into a coughing fit instead. <gasps> I take a step back as she recovers and put and put my hands on my hips. Yes. There better not be even a single drop of drool on that book, Missy. Oh. Olivia gives me a flat look, as if I could make it out my mask. Wait, as if it could make it out my mask. No, I, I read that right. It was just fucking gibberish. She said she's sleeping with a mask on. She's working at the library. Was she sleeping? <laughs> Olivia was sleeping and snoring, yeah. Snorting? No, snoring! Snoring so loud. over. I, I, I'm lost, too. Olivia gives me a flat look, as if it could make it out my mask. She says with a disgusted look down at the wet spot next to her mouth. <gasps> she holds the book up and flips through it. See? Perfectly dry. Oh. I reach to grab it, but she steps back just out of reach. Hold on now. I'm not done. I'll bring it back tomorrow. My eyes roll to the heavens. I'll be here, I say it in a What the fuck is this fuck? This is horrible. <laughs> Just like any day. Got any fun plans? I ask my friend while she packs her bag. This, we're, we're, this is a lot more to go. You want, you want to abandon this, this one? This is a real book. This goes all the, all the way into chapter two, Lucas. Let's abandon this one. <laughs> Wait, just scroll down the book. Let's just look at the book for a second and just see. Yeah, where does this where does this go? Is there a a sex at any point? Because <laughs> it's just it's not going anywhere. Uh, Here, can you word find? Just type in butt, home, come, sex, penis, vagina. No, there's no fucking the sex. I, I sped read through the whole thing. There's no sex. Ah, uh, this is horrible. This is more books. And then Luke, and then it goes to chapter two, Lucas, and he talks about me. I'm a hockey player first and foremost. It's what I do and what I've always done. And to me, the game is simple. It's the rest of my life that's trouble. That's why I decided a long time ago to focus on two things in life, playing hockey and not falling in love. But he falls in love with a BBW librarian. Yeah, Bethany. Um, this is very little to do with the coronavirus, but it does take place during the coronavirus. With probably it. a few, uh, uh, like adding two or three lines. Just mm -hmm. like Fifty Shades of Grey just changed vampire to billionaire. Yep. Uh, no, Fifty Shades of Grey probably did a little bit more. I mean, I, it seems like uh, the Heart City Flames just asked uh, Avery Fox to be like, hey, man, can you just add a few lines and maybe mention a mask once in a while? Um, that was garbage. I was ready for that to be amazing. That was absolutely garbage. I'm sad to, to, to end the episode on that. Hey, let's go back to that first one and let's reread that one about vagina and electricity and all that shit. I'm not going to reread something we've already read. <laughs> let's see what else they wrote. That that writer had some good steamy shit. That's the best one. Um, I'm going to give Lucky with Lucas. I'm going to give that a like it. Eh, not for me. Go back. Uh, going back to check on the cursing the coronavirus. This is by MJ, MJ Edwards. Edwards baby. What else has MJ Edwards written? 
Nothing. <laughs> That's it? Yep. It's only only book by MJ. Well, I mean, this is exactly like fucking To Kill a Mockingbird. I mean, we have a one-time, one-hitter-quitter right that right there. I mean, that is... True in other books, didn't you? That was E.B. Wait, E.L. James. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, to, to Kill a Mockingbird. No, I think I thought she she did one other book more recently, right? Like, I don't in, know. Uh, Apparently it wasn't very good. Yeah. I'm going to courting the coronavirus. That one wasn't as good. Lee Taylor? Yeah. What, what else did Lee Taylor do? Ooh, a lot. Unforgettable Deceptions, Heartbreak and Revenge. The Unforgettables, book 19. Yeah, I think we're done. It's just sad that we ended on something that had no sex on it at all. Okay, Angela Lee Taylor is credited for American Sign Language for Dummies. I'm guessing that's a different Lee Taylor. Or someone that knows their... But, uh, no, Lee Taylor... Right, well, this one's Taylor Lee, but it seems like it's written by the same person <laughs> based on the, the cover. Oh no! Taylor Lee is a pop is a popular romance writer, and this person's name is Lee Taylor. <laughs> oh, they're smart. biting. That's smart. I'm it's asylum. Name, I'm gonna name myself King Stevens. <laughs> Ooh! Oh, I bet that already exists. Look him up. I bet King Stevens already exists, and I bet they do similar work as Stephen King. It is exactly the Asylum. It's just Asylum Productions, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. King Stevens. Is there a King Stevens? No. <laughs> it's just, it just gives you a bunch of Stephen King. <laughs> I bet you Stephen King like sued the fuck out of every King Steven. Yeah, Stephen King's not that good. He's better than all the writers we read from tonight. Here's what I think about Stephen King, having never read a single one of his books. Um, I've read some. I would say that what Stephen King is does so well is he's able to churn out fucking like content like he is able to just com- like he, he he's a he's, he's a he's a conveyor belt of of content he's yeah but he, he he's he's in the details and that's the problem is that they, his books kind of ramble on and like they don't they don't really have they're not like short concise like Cormac McCarthy can write 90 pages or something he just cuts through you that's because he's just writing shit out he's yeah. just speed writing everything he's not like really doing much I don't I, I would what's doubt, the right? stand coming out I, I was looking forward to that and then it got fucking delayed um, it's. I just saw trailers for it not long ago. Yeah, CB, uh, December seventeenth. So I'm excited. I like the original as a as a kid, and I read the book. It's one of the few the I've read. The miniseries. Yeah, I didn't really care for the miniseries too much. Um, and like I said, never read anything. I like the casting, but the you know the production level. They they it wasn't there yet, but now they can now they can do it with a a, a good. It, it has a solid cast of of. Yeah. Radio people. It's like Marsden is is too is is Skarsgård. Yeah, well, I don't know who does he who's he play. Skarsgård's the bad guy, the wolf or whatever. Uh, Randall Flag. Yeah. Is he? Yep. Oh yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad casting. That's not bad casting. Ezra Miller's in it. That's basically who Matthew McConaughey played as well. So, um, wait, uh, same character. As the Dark Tower? Yeah, more Man in Black, uh, Randall Flagg. It's more or less the same character, yeah. He can travel between, like, dimensions and stuff. It's, I, it's, it's I vague. I keep forgetting McConaughey and Idris Elba were in a Stephen King Dark Tower movie. No one saw it. I didn't see it. I have not seen it either yet, but I guess I'll make an effort now to see it. Um, I, here's the thing. Stephen King, his writing always feels to me like it's, like, it's, like, perfect, like, catered to the 90s, but... The 90s was not catered to his style of special effects that he wrote in his stories. Because everything I ever saw in the 90s, miniseries-wise, was not ready to be made. 
Like Langoliers, The Stand, The Shining. Like the 90s Shining with the fucking dude from Wings is has some horrible CGI plants in it. That make, and it's just, it does not work. And story-wise, it feels so flat. And so does it. All right, let's not talk about Let's wrap up this episode. I guess we kind of talked all enough about Stephen King in our um, Doctor Sleep spoiler cast. And it. We, we, oh, that's we, right. And we did the it. Yeah, chapter two spoiler cast. We've covered that, King. Well, I never would have thought I would have talked about Stephen King so much that I would have done two fucking episodes about him. Yeah, I don't, I've never been that big a fan. Same. I've cool boy! Cool boy! Andy, Andy, though. Yeah, huge, I remember. Huge talk, fan. Talked about the fucking Dark Towers in that one episode. Was like, that mm-hmm. was, we, we did not need to do updates for that one. That was a two and a half hour episode. <laughs> cool Boy Nation! Tell us about emailing us at thecoolboyspodcast at gmail.com or do it. Uh, go email a very fox. <laughs> Yeah. No new episodes come out every week, but usually on Wednesdays. Be sure to like and subscribe to the Cool Boys and review us on Apple Podcasts. Please check out our other great Cool Boy Central content with Batman and Beyond on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and YouTube. Thank you for listening. Stay cool, Cool Boy Nation. Until next time, it's Bizies from Felk. <laughs> yeah, and it's Bizies from Ballard. Fucking the coronavirus Felk. Yep. Spice from Ballard. You are standing American boy. You have excelled in all things. I pump while I dump. Oh yeah. So cool. Oh yeah. So cool. Oh yeah. So cool. Oh This episode of the Cool Boys Podcast was brought to you by... Didn't we already do an episode about fucking the coronavirus? Yeah, we did. We talked about earlier this episode, sex in the time of COVID. No, we did another one. How sexy is your quarantine? How sexy is your quarantine? Yeah. We did that? What? What was that one? Was that, was that a quarantine episode we did? Would have been early on in this nightmare. Late March? Early April? Damn, sex in the time of COVID. Don't give a fuck. Batman v Superman, Contagion. What an Astro Contagion. Cool Boy Shelter in Place. Super Hard Coronavirus. I guess it would be the Shelter in Place. Yeah, no, it's episode 178. How fuckable is your quarantine? We, we already. Oh, I don't even remember these episodes anymore. I bet you that How Fuckable is Your Quarantine episode is probably a lot better than fucking uh, some of that shit you just read. You know what I'd like to go back and, because uh, we're kind of uh, a little bit. You know, with the uh, forethought here and the foresight, um, I'd like to go back to our New Year's resolution episode for 2020, New Year's Eve, and uh, see what we talked about for our expectations for 2020. Uh, yeah, they, they all that all got derailed. Um, or we were dead on the fucking money. Was that was that a it, quiz? That episode is exactly one hour. That's interesting. It's exactly one hour. It, yeah, it is interesting for a 2020 all right, episode. I'm gonna make a pancake. Glad you glad you didn't die on the 12th. I know, me too. Get some cool Cool boys. (laughs) (laughs) So serious.